In today's video, I'm going to share a simple three-step process and several free resources that will help you fix the top 10 relationship complaints. So let's get started with the complaints first. Number one is, they don't listen to me. Number two is, they don't talk to me, open up to me, they don't fight with me, they don't discuss things with me. Number three is, they make me feel unwanted, invisible, abandoned, unloved, unappreciated, or undervalued. Number four is, they don't do as much for me as I do for them. Number five, they don't support me. Number six, they don't give me credit for how, for how hard I try, for the changes I've made, for how much I do support them. Number six or number seven is they expect too much from me. They're never satisfied and they complain too much. Number eight, they don't do what they agreed to do or they do the opposite of what they agreed to do. Number nine is they prioritize their work or activities instead of the family or the relationship. And finally, number 10, I don't trust them. I've just lost trust for this person. Now, before we get into this, I another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I want to talk about three truths we must accept if we're going to conquer these 10 relationship complaints. And the first one is this. It is probably true that they do all of these things or many of these things. And whichever ones they do, it's horrifically sad that you're experiencing that. And it's okay to be sad about that. That's truth number one. It's okay to be sad. Number two, it's also true that every person in every relationship at some point will do one or all ten of these things. That's because they're human. We must accept that in every relationship we're dealing with a human who's going to make mistakes and they will do these sad hurtful things. And that brings us to number three. It's also true that it's very sad and that they will do these things and that these things will happen from the people we love the most. We all have a false truth and belief that these things should never happen from the people that love us the most. Well, that's a lie. The truth is this. Those that love us the most show us how human and perfectly imperfect they are. That's why they love us. Because they want to, us to accept all of them. And that's why they will be hurtful in these ways. That's just truth. And so the most important truth to be able to accept and to be able to repair your relationship is to recognize that the person who loves you most is going to hurt you the most. We must accept that truth, a denial of that truth, or an expectation 
that our partner be perfect and never do these things means we are now the problem because we are not in truth, we're not in reality, and we're expecting our partner to be a god and not be human. That means we need to look at ourselves. And so those are the three truths. It's okay to feel sad. Our partner is human, and therefore, it is a reasonable and truthful expectation that because they love us, they will hurt us. We must accept those three truths. Now, let's go through the solutions to this, the simple three-step process. And I'm going to tell you what it is, and then I'm going to go through the relationship complaints. So I'm going to give you a list of the resources and solutions, and then I'm going to walk you through all of it. So the first is this. The step number one is the magic phrase. And what we always need to ask ourselves to all of these complaints is, what can I control? And who can I control? Well, the answer to that is simple, us. So in all of these complaints, we're not looking to change our partner we're looking to control what we can control ourselves. That's step number one. Step number two, accept the truth. We have to start accepting that our partner is imperfect and that their actions show us who they are, not their words. We must get into truth and stop when we see these things and demand that they be different. They're not different. These actions prove it. And we have to get into truth that they're showing us who they are. They're showing us their perfect imperfections. Some of them may not work for us, but it is truth. And so it is our job to quit fighting with that truth and quit demanding that they change because we, they are showing us the best version of themselves at this present moment. And that gets us to number three, take responsibility for ourselves. What you're going to find in all of these, remember step one, look at ourselves. We have to control ourselves. And that's why step three is, how is this about me? How am I trying to control them and make them into what I want? And so we're going to have to put a, a action plan in place to start seeing that our partners, perfect imperfections, and our demand that they be different, the only solution is to turn it back on ourselves and make ourselves accountable and put our own plan in place to get our own needs met in these areas for those times when they are imperfect and they can't meet them because they are human. They will not be able to meet these needs 100% of the time. That's the expectation that they're a god and that's unrealistic. And so we have to get into truth that there will be times they will do all of these things and we have to address that within ourselves. If we have a need for something from them and they're not capable of it, we need to put an action plan in place and take responsibility. So again, the three solutions, the magic phrase, what can I control? Number two, accept truth. This is who they are. Quit arguing with it. Number three, take responsibility, put an action plan in place to meet our own needs. So now, let's go through the all 10 of these. They don't listen to me. Man, that is one of the most difficult things to go through. Well, let me give you some free resources. I'm going to give you all of those now. Go to my website, kennyweiss.net, 
that's kennyweiss.net. Go to the resources tab, scroll down about halfway, and you're going to see, I think it's six free downloads. I'm suggesting that you download four of them. The first one is Create Lasting Love and Conquer Confrontation. This is going to teach you a confrontation model to navigate all of these 10 difficulties. It's free. It is groundbreaking. And if you don't use this in your relationship, your ability to create the love, trust, and connection in your relationship is virtually Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Possible. We must learn a new skill and a new way to navigate all of these. That's what you're going to get in the Create, um, create Lasting Love and Conquer Confrontation free download. Number two is how to keep our boundaries. That's what we're going to learn with when someone doesn't listen to us, we're, how do we keep our boundaries in a situation like that? That's why I'm offering you this free download. Number three is how to heal codependence questionnaire. Most of these things, when our partner is being human and we want them to be different, what we don't recognize is we're being codependent. And this is the action plan that we're going to put in place. We need to become aware of our codependent tendencies and how we're trying to control them and make them into who they're not, and we're not in truth and reality with who they are. And so that's why the free download, How to Heal Codependence Questionnaire. And finally, the last one is how to remove feeling rejected. All of these, we will feel a sense of rejection. Nobody ever rejects us. And so that process that I teach you in that will help you navigate these moments. Remember, we have to take responsibility and take action. This is the action plan. We learn how to navigate these moments when our partner is human and perfectly imperfect. Now, one caveat, there may be a level that these 10 things go to that is too far, that goes beyond what your reserves are and what you are willing to endure in a relationship. Well, I honor that. Leave the relationship, but don't ask them to be different than they are. They're showing you who they are. And they will not change no matter how much you protest. And so if you stay, and this this behavior goes against all your boundaries and all your needs and wants and all your negotiables and non-negotiables, if you keep arguing with truth, that's when we are now the problem. Okay? So I do advocate, don't stay if it's risen to the level where it's this has gone beyond your non-negotiables. But if you choose to stay and you argue with truth, They are no longer the problem. Now we are. Remember, that's why the three simple steps. We have to take action and take responsibility and look at our part. All right? So when our partner doesn't listen to us, this is where we have to get into looking at what are our morals and values? What are our needs and wants? What are our negotiables and non-negotiables? It is always my job to meet my needs and wants. My partner will not be able to listen to me at all times. So I need a backup plan. Who's the friend I'm going to call when I need to be heard? That's my responsibility to meet that need. All right, number two, 
They don't talk to me. They don't open up to me. They won't fight or discuss things with me. Well, this gets into, again, you're going to see every single one of these comes back to morals and values, needs and wants, negotiables and non-negotiables. My suggestion to you, and this is, I say this whenever this topic comes up, people think they know what those are and they don't. They know generally, you know, little simple things. I don't want someone who steals or fire, you know, things like that. But on a deep level, they don't. So head over to my YouTube channel, my codependence playlist, and look for the three videos titled Codependence Recovery. Just type that in. All three will come up. You're going to learn how to discover what your true morals and values are in every area of your life. Your needs and wants, negotiables and non-negotiables. If you don't do that work, you can't solve this problem. And I know you think you know what the answers are, but I promise you, go watch the videos and you're going to see, oh my God, there's so much I don't know about myself and what I really want in a relationship. It is imperative to repair this relationship. We take action and discover that. So if our partner is in this place, and you know either one of those two, we know exactly how to respond because it might be non-negotiable. We might have to leave or we might realize, wait a minute, this really isn't my need. My need is actually this, all right? Now, this is also why I gave you the free download of how to conquer um, confrontation and create lasting connection. I just flipped the name of it. But the reason this doesn't happen is there's no confrontation model. And so one or both don't feel safe. And that's why you need it. You need to work through that process so both sides feel safe. There are ground rules so that we can speak freely without feeling beat up, judged, blamed, and we can both feel heard. Number three, they make me feel unwanted, abandoned, all of those feelings. Well, this is going to be tough to hear. I know with the current culture, everyone's saying, you know, with political correctness that we make people feel. It's just a lie. It's just not even scientifically true. That's not how emotions work. We generate our own feelings from within ourselves. All emotions we ever experience are from childhood. We learn them. So when your partner is doing any of these things, what you don't realize is in that moment, you're reliving childhood trauma and pain, original pain. I'm not saying they're not doing these things, but the belief that they're making you feel, that's not how emotions work. Whenever we have a life experience, we learned about emotions as a child, the definitions of certain people's thoughts, feelings, and actions. We learned all of that back here, and we're bringing that definition into this moment and placing responsibility on the other person to fix it. Well, that responsibility is back there. It's our job to heal that. That's why the download for the boundaries is learning about that. You're also going to watch my video, going to want to watch my videos on YouTube about how emotions are made. Because once you start to see every emotional reaction you have isn't the other person. It's your unhealed pain from the past that you've brought forward. And so it's actually a gift when we feel those things because now we can go back and heal this. I'm not saying our partners don't say and do things that aren't nice. I'm just saying when we learn the truth that our reaction is about ourselves and we learn to go, oh, wait a minute. Gosh, that looked and sounded just like mom when I was six years old. Wow, I need to heal that original feeling with mom or my brother or my coach or whatever it was. 
wow, I'm, they're just, yeah, they're acting childish and immature, but that's about them. I don't need to make it about me. I don't, I get to decide, do I want to feel bad about myself for that? No, because they're just telling me about themselves. That's not even about me. That's about their own unhealed pain. Do you see the boundary there? Do you see how I've just protected myself? Your feelings are yours. You're creating them within yourself. You're trying to get me to carry them. I'm not going to do that because I'm, I've healed the pain from my past. And so when you say those things to me, I'm just like, man, my partner's having a tough day. I love them. I trust them. They're doing this work. They'll figure it out. They're human. This is one of those days where they're, wow, I'm really sad for them, but I'm not going to let it take me down. This is their pain and they get to deal with it if they choose to. If not, I'm going to be boundaried. I'm going to use the confrontation model. I'm going to use the process of how not to feel rejected. I'm going to heal the pain from my past. And so now I recognize nobody ever makes me feel anything. All right. What about they don't do as much for me as I do for them? Well, if that's the case, why are you doing so much for them? Do you see you're keeping score? And what that means is you, what you really wanted to do was say no. You're trying to nice somebody into a relationship and do things for them so that they'll give it something back. The proof, and everyone gets all upset about this. No, no, I'm just trying to be nice. I'm like, well, truly being nice and truly giving to somebody, there's no strings attached, right? We don't keep score. We don't bring it up. We don't have resentment. If we have any one of those three things, if we ever bring up how we're doing so much for somebody else, what that means is we are subconsciously trying to manipulate them to like us and give us something in return, treat us nice in return. Well, that's not love. That's manipulation. And so we need to ask ourselves, why am I setting myself up like that and why am I doing things that I don't really want to do because if I really wanted to do it I wouldn't even pay attention if they gave it back to me or not I'm doing it because it meets my morals and values my needs and wants my negotiables and non-negotiables so the proof that you aren't if you have ever kept score or thrown it in somebody's face or had resentment that you're doing more for them that tells me you don't know your morals and values. You don't know your needs and wants or your negotiables and non-negotiables. You are going against all of those, giving yourself away, hoping that they will give you something in return. Well, they're not responsible for that. That's our job, all right? What about um, they don't support me? Well, we need to define support. We need to make a list of what that looks like. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Also, remember, the way relationships work is when, we have, when we're out of truth and we expect that we're always going to be supported, that means we're in codependence. That means we're not in truth. We're not accepting 
that our partner is perfectly imperfect and human, and there are times they can't support us. And I, I love this because people have this belief that, no, if my partner loved me, they'd have my back at all times. And I use this jokingly, but it's a very severe example, but it's true. It's like, okay, if, if that's your belief, that your partner should always support you, do you realize what you're saying? What you're saying is equivalent to coming home to your partner on a Wednesday night and going, you know, I just realized something. My life's a little boring. And I'd like to pep it up a little bit. So, you know what? Every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock, I'm going to go out and commit murder. It just sounds exciting to me. I just need a little danger. But since you love me, you're going to support me. That's literally what you're saying. I know that seems grandiose, but it's true. It is not loving. Now, I'd ask you, would you support a partner who did that? Of course not. You'd leave. Sometimes our partner doesn't have the same morals and values doesn't have the same needs and wants. And so it's loving when they say no to us and don't support us. Because remember what we just talked about? Otherwise, they hold resentment, throw it in our face. They manipulate us. And so it is the most wonderful thing in the world when our partner says no to us because we know we're not going to get beat over the head. Now, you might find that there are certain areas in your life that are non-negotiable. You need to be supported in this way and that's why I said, make a list. What are the areas? As long as they're not codependent, you need support here. And if they're not supporting you, well, now that's your responsibility because no one taught you to go through your morals and values, needs and wants, negotiables and non-negotiables. You chose a partner who's not, who has different morals and values and will not support you. That's not their fault. You chose them. And so, you may have to leave the relationship or have a discussion and go, look, I, no one ever taught us this. I'm just figuring this out. Can we negotiate this or is this just something you'll never do? Oh, you'll never do it? Well, I'm really going to have to contemplate that and see if I'm willing to change my non-negotiables. I'm not sure, but this may mean the relationship has to end because that's like non-negotiable for me, at least right now. That's how you handle a lack of support. When they don't give you credit for how hard you try, number six, or the changes that you're making, what you're looking for is outside esteem, outside approval. That's why the codependence questionnaire. It's not somebody else's job to recognize our worth. It's wonderful if they do. But let me ask you, how often when somebody compliments you, do you let it in? I bet your partner right now does recognizes a heck of a lot more than you realize. And you don't give it credit. Why is that? Because ultimately, inside, you're not giving credit to yourself. And this is what we're all taught. If you think of these 10 relationship complaints, they're all about codependence and outer or other esteem. It's the expectation that somebody else meet these needs for us. Now, I agree, it's wonderful when they do. And that is... You know, the idea of a relationship is we have a supportive partner who chips in and, and complements our life. But they can't complement it all day, every day. And that's the general ex, you know, expectation. If you love me, you would. And you would always recognize how hard I'm working and give me credit. Well, that's not their job. Ultimately, the only person who can give me credit is myself. Because as I said, 
We've all been complimented a thousand times. And if it worked, if giving compliments and being recognized worked, why aren't all of us just going around going, oh, you're great, you're great. The world would be perfect. But millions of people are complimented all day, every day, and they're still miserable. That's because they're looking outside of themselves. They have to learn to gain the self-esteem to do that within themselves. And that's why the codependence questionnaire, most likely, if this is you, you're going to see your low self-esteem and the inability to love yourself is why you're placing that demand on the other person. Remember the truce. We have to take responsibility of how we're placing responsibility for our work onto them and expecting them to change when the change can only come from within. All right? What about if they expect too much from me? They're never satisfied and they complain too much. Okay, once again, morals and values, needs and wants, negotiables and non-negotiables. Why did you pick somebody who treats you that way? Why aren't you setting boundaries and asking them, you know, I hear that you have a lot of complaints. I'd ask that you keep your thoughts and feelings to yourself. That doesn't work for me. Set boundaries. Ask permission. You know what? From this point forward, will you ask my permission before you share your critique of me or your thoughts and feelings about how I live my life or what I do? Boom. That's our responsibility. Now, they can have their own opinions, but I get to decide if I want to hear them. It's up to me. And so if they're doing it, then I get to decide. And even if I set the boundary and they crash it, that would be someone who's abusive. Um, that, that's the definition of verbal abuse, is telling somebody what they should think, feel, do, or believe. So if you didn't know that, if you're with a partner who is telling you what you should think, feel, do, or believe, you have a verbally abusive partner. That's the definition. And so if you set the boundary, most likely a verbally abusive partner won't respect it. They'll still want to tell you, well, then you have an option. Leave the room. Or, if it's severe enough, leave the relationship. It's our, again, remember, step three, our responsibility. We have to get out of this dynamic. We want to make requests for the changes we'd like to see in the relationship. But if, our part, if it goes against our partner's morals and values, needs and wants, negotiables and non-negotiables, they won't do it. And we don't listen to their words that they say they want to do it. We watch their actions. So when we set a boundary and they crash through it, their actions have just shown me who they are and what their morals and values are. Well, I get to decide. Do I want that in my life or not? If I continue to allow that in my life, they are no longer the problem. Remember, I have to accept truth. Remember the three steps. What can I control? Only me. Only me. I have to accept truth. My partner's actions are showing me who they are, not their words. Why am I not accepting truth? Three, take responsibility. Why am I staying in this, allowing this, trying to control and change them? Why aren't I controlling just myself and accepting truth and choosing to make change and leave the relationship, set boundaries, gain skills and tools, hire a professional like me, all these different things. Every single one of these comes back to those three simple truths and simple processes that we must take ownership of ourselves and the situation. Number eight, they don't do what they agreed to or they do the opposite. 
Once again, boundaries, morals and values, needs and wants, negotiables and non-negotiables. What can I control? How am I not accepting the truth of who they are? Where am I not taking responsibility? How am I demanding that they be different than their actions show me? Every single one of these circles right back to the exact same place. I'm responsible for the behavior that I allow in my life. I'm responsible for asking for needs and wants. They get to not change if they don't want to, but then I'm responsible for my reaction to that and what I choose to allow in my life. It's the same process with every single one of these. Number nine, they don't prioritize the family and the relationship. They place work or hobbies or activities or something else. Once again, codependence questionnaire. Why did I pick a love avoidant? Codependent, that's what they are. Somebody who does that. What are the advantages to that? How does it allow me to not take responsibility? It all circles back. What are my morals and values? What are my needs and wants? What are my negotiables and non-negotiables? Why am I in this situation? Can I negotiate it? Or is this just not what's going to work for me? Can I have a discussion? All of these topics is why the confrontation model. Because these are the top 10 complaints, but nobody sat and done this work. And then they don't have a model for how to have the discussion to figure these things out. That's why I'm giving you the free... Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now confrontation model because if you use it it'll save your life it's the way to build intimacy and connection and solve all of these problems and finally why don't I trust my partner what do I do about that well this is going to be another tough truth to accept while it may be true and I'll even say sure it's true they broke your trust but ultimately because we never sat down and determined our morals and values, our needs and wants, and negotiables and non-negotiables, we ended up picking somebody that would break our trust. Also, we're not accepting that they're human and that it's, it's a normal life experience for humans to break our trust. Now, there's severity of trust breaking, right? Each, depending on your morals and values, you may think telling a white lie is the worst thing ever, while someone else is like, big deal, an affair. Again, by not knowing that and not having that laid out, ultimately, do you see the person we can't trust is ourselves. That's why I can't trust you. And that gets back to the simple solution, number three, take responsibility. Wow. I really need to go do this work. I need to download the confrontation model. I need to download how to stop feeling rejected. I need to download how to keep our boundaries. I need to download the how to heal and conquer codependence and take the questionnaire. 
I need to do the work on me and watch the three videos, codependence, recovery, morals and values, needs and wants, negotiables and non-negotiables. I need to rebuild my trust in myself and what I'm allowing in my life and how I'm not meeting my own needs and wants, how I'm not making requests for needs and wants and changes in the relationship, how I'm fighting from a place of control and manipulation versus from a place of connection. I need to make myself completely aware of the part I'm playing and how I'm projecting my inability to trust them again back onto them without doing the work on myself. There isn't any other way to get out of these relationship complaints besides, other than dropping the codependent dynamic we've all been taught that it's always the other person's responsibility. So in other words, do you see in all of these dynamics and complaints, they're all about how the other person needs to be different. Remember what number one is. The only person I can control is myself. Yet all of these dynamics are about getting somebody to be different than who they are. And so the solution is to create interdependence to people who take complete responsibility and ownership of their life. They get in truth that in almost all of these situations, they're playing a part in it. That the only thing they control can't control and the only thing they're responsible for is themselves. And when both do that, they create interdependence, safety, love, connection, trust, intimacy, fights, become connecting because they become learning experiences about how to gain interdependence, not blaming, judging victim positions. Because look, every single one of these, what, how do they all end? Both people sitting here going, well, you did this. No, what you did is worse. They don't even listen to each other. They're just fighting for the victim position. What you did to me is worse. That's why this happens. That's what happens in a codependent dynamic. It is a fight to the bottom. It is a fight for who is the bigger victim. Relationship can't happen in that place because there's no truth and there's no responsibility. There's, and therefore, there's no love. Love requires truth and responsibility. And looking at my part first, always, the part I played. And at the very least, no matter what the situation is, there's one truth that is always constant in every relationship. I chose this person. I let them close to me. None of this would have happened had I not done that. Therefore, every relationship problem has to start with looking at ourselves because the relationship started because of a choice we made. That is truth, that is taking responsibility, and when both do that, that's love. Love can happen. The other route, when we deny that and we play the victim and point the finger, love connection is impossible. It's a codependent dynamic. It's a victim dynamic. It promotes staying the child, trying to make this person our parent, and fix the wounds we never healed. If that sounds harsh and difficult, then my question to you is, how is that working out for you? If you want to stay with the process you've learned, 
Are your relationships surviving that? If not, you might want to consider a new way of looking at all of this. So once again, go to my website, kennyweiss.net. Go to the resources tab. Download how to remove feeling rejected, create lasting love and conquer confrontation, how to keep our boundaries, how to heal the codependence, the questionnaire. <clears throat> Get started with those. Head over to my YouTube channel, the Codependence Playlist. Type in Codependence Recovery. You'll see three videos. One dealing with um, morals and values, the other needs and wants, and finally negotiables and non-negotiables. Those are essential. All of those downloads and those three videos are essential to, this three, to healing these 10 relationship um, complaints and then always using the three-step process. Step one, what's the magic phrase? Who and what can I control? Myself. Number two, accept the truth. My partner's actions are who they are. I can't change them. Number three, take responsibility. Because I can only control myself. I'm going to look at myself and I'm going to put an action plan in place to control and address the part I'm playing in the struggles in our relationship. So there you go. There are your solutions. Remember, enjoy the journey.